The Environmental Health Trust, one year ago, filed a claim against the FCC about the dangers of wireless radiation. The FCC hadn't updated their safety regs since 1996. And this was something that the EHT, the Environmental Health Trust, had railed against them for a while on. Why, in this brand new world of 2021, are we using old regulations from 1996 when everyone had that Nokia brick phone and the most you could do on it for a long period of time was nudge it up against your dome for a long conversation with grandma or maybe play that snake game. But today is a brand new day. And there's an amazing twist and turn of events with this specific file against the FCC. You're going to want to hear the details of why this has become a thing that the FCC is going to have to now, based on the U.S. Court of Appeals, address and bring up into the new age, 2021, wireless radiation, how it affects your sleep, how it affects your kids, how it affects the environment, and what we can do about it. Check this out. If you're into that, smash the like button, comment below, subscribe, share, do all the things, and take this microdose of infinity. Welcome back to Waking Infinity News. I'm your host, Ben Joseph Stewart. I talk about a lot of things in this show. I've talked about 5G. I've talked about advancing technologies. I've talked about COVID. I've talked about what we're getting into today. But just last week, I talked about gratitude. And the one thing I actually even forgot to mention was I had Paul Mills on my podcast not too long ago. And Paul Mills was the head of the Deepak Chopra Foundation. He had also done gratitude studies. The interesting thing he said was the healthiest thing that we can cultivate within us is a sense of gratitude. The thing that he noticed was you don't have to successfully cultivate gratitude to get the effects of it. They found that people who simply keep and actually use gratitude journals have lowered inflammation around the heart. I can get into a million and one woo-woo things I can say about that and how that applies to the, the greater human archetype of collective species that we have. But the main thing I'm going to say is just keeping a gratitude journal lowers inflammation around the heart. I feel like there's a lot of inflammation right now regarding everything that's going on in the world. I just had a close friend basically speaking to me extremely in a volatile fashion, saying that everyone on the other side of this ideological camp should die and should get sick and die. And that's the only silver lining to this terrible scenario that we're in. And I didn't respond back. The only thing I could think was like, how about nobody dies and everybody's fine wouldn't that be the silver lining that you're looking for? But this is the inflammation that I'm talking about. And I actually don't um, push back on these individuals. And in a sense, I'm not trying to get more inflammatory with the stories that I'm bringing. In fact, I'm trying to show that the adversity of the stories matched with human potential does wonders on not only your psyche, but on your body and on the people around you. It has that kind of ripple effect. So does the U.S. Court of Appeals as of August 2021. So 13 months, the court was deciding what it was going to do. And then finally, the U.S. Court of Appeals decided that the FCC needs to answer 
all of these questions by scientists that are saying, you need to come into the 21st century because having 1996 regulations on 2020 and 2021 world of radiation, it's a no-go anymore. That sets a precedent. That's incredible. But let's hop directly into it. As of August of 2021, the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia has ruled that the FCC has violated the Administrative Procedure Act. Despite receiving the evidence, the court made the following observation in their ruling. The FCC's decision in December 2019 to retain the 1996 safety limits for human exposure to wireless radiation was arbitrary and capricious. like that word, capricious. The FCC failed to respond to record evidence that exposure to RF radiofrequency radiation below the FCC's current limits may still cause negative health impacts unrelated to cancer. The FCC ignored and did not respond to over 200 comments on record by people who had undergone injury or illness because of electromagnetic radiation sickness. And the FCC demonstrated a complete failure to respond to comments concerning the environmental harm caused by RF radiation. The directives ordered by the court to the FCC are keeping in mind that their failure to adequately address the concerns submitted to the EHT, keeping in mind that their failure to adequately address the concerns submitted by the EHT and the general public, the court has asked the FCC to take the following actions. Provide an explanation of its decision to retain its testing procedures, which we have exposed as inadequate on the Omnia website, to assess whether cell phones or other portable devices comply with its guidelines. Next, address the effect of RF radiation on children, the health implications on long-term RF radiation exposure, the ubiquity of wireless devices today, and other technological developments that have happened since the FCC last updated its safety guidelines in 1996. And finally, they've been called to address the impact of RF radiation on the environment. This is super important. We're also, we're, we're definitely talking about the effects of RF radiation and wireless technology that's mounted on many people's apartment buildings now and all the smart meters. The effects of these things on the human are becoming more known, but there have been tests. Martin Paul, quite a few people have talked about how 5G radiation is a fast short wave. It gets absorbed by the tissues of insects, birds, pollinator species, trees, rain, you can go on and on, crops, um, whatever you have in its way, it gets absorbed in there. So we also have to start taking a look at what does this explosion of technology look like for the environment as well. And we're going to go deeper with this, but the, the first thing that I need to mention is this is the first time that a public office has recognized not just the potential, but the health risks and, uh, of wireless radiation and the lack of prudence in the FCC. The FCC, huge, huge, huge multi-conglomerate that controls all the communications of much of the radio, much of the internet. They have a lot of sway. And for some reason, they couldn't sway their reptilian overlords to get the EHT to go away. 
This is big. This sets a precedent. Now I want to go deeper into this story. This is the first time that a judicial body has so clearly held government body answerable on the matter of human health and wireless radiation exposure. Moreover, this ruling couldn't have come at a more crucial time. The COVID-induced lockdowns has increased our exposure to wireless devices manifold, both for children and adults. What's more, we stand on the verge of a multinational 5G technology rollout, which also has been deemed safe and compliant with the 1996 guidelines. 5G could expose us to up to six times higher ambient radiation than we are currently exposed to. So if we follow Professor Johansson's calculations, that would make it six quintillion times more radiation passing through our bodies. That's six with 18 zeros next to it than the days before wireless radiation. That's a lot of zeros right there. That's a lot. So the thing is, this is all found on Omnia's website. And this is an article. It's a great article by Omnia. And I've spoken with Omnia's founder. And he said, Ben, look outside. The sun has got massive radiation pounding down on the earth all the time. What's the difference between that and your router in your house, your wireless router? Well, the wireless router has an imbalanced signal, whereas the sun has a balanced signal. Your body is not dealing with the onslaught of radiation coming from your router and not knowing what to do with it. It's the imbalance in the signal that is causing for the voltage-gated calcium channels in your body to open up when they're not supposed to. This has a lot of downstream effects. If you nip that one thing in the bud, if you keep that voltage-gated calcium channel from opening up all the time for no reason, then that laundry list of health effects that you've seen that wireless radiation can cause on people, most of it goes away. Not all of it, but most of it. So when we're talking about harm reduction, like in psychedelics, you do a plant medicine and there could be harm, but what do you do? You make the risk as small as possible. So you have harm reduction protocols around that. It's the same thing with wireless radiation. If wireless re radiation is six quintillion times higher than what our grandparents were dealing with, then obviously what you want to do is make sure you're getting adequate magnesium, adequate iodine, and a rich B complex, which is all part of the solutions, the quick solutions to this. Um, there are longer term solutions, which is really making sure that all this technology that's proliferating around the world can get to a better place to where it is naturally more balanced and perhaps doesn't have to give all that radiation out into the ambient air. So the main thing that I'm telling you here is this is a great thing that the EHT won in the U.S. Court of Appeals, District Columbia. They ruled against the FCC, which is incredible. Don't let this go. Post about this. Share this out. Let people know that this is a precedent and more people, if you are concerned about this, write letters to the EHT. Get them more of a massive evidence to show that there are people who simply don't want all this massive technology proliferation without for the people, by the people, of the people. We need to at least have a say in it. And for the longest time, we've known with everything that's going on in politics, that it doesn't matter who's in office, every time you try and voice your opinion, it's such a complex conversation and such a nuanced way to actually get your valid opinions 
up the chain of command that it feels like nobody feels represented anymore. So that's the main thing I want to say. Final thing is your pineal gland is pretty amazing. It's just by design pretty amazing. It has rods and cones in it like the eyes. It also can detect not only visible light, but ultraviolet light and infrared light. This is something I just interviewed Jamie Wheel on, and I'll put that interview over in the deeper dive section, just a segment of it on the third eye in reptiles. And he's talking about DMT, and I'll get into it over there. It's pretty amazing. This guy is really smart. But what he's saying is that because the pineal gland can pick up on these other forms of radiation, that in this Omnia article, or in a separate one about the effects of RF radiation and sleep, that your pineal gland is not going to producing melatonin, potentially not even producing the precursors to DMT, if it's constantly receiving light, right? It's not visible to us, but UV light, infrared light. It's not visible to us, but it is to some reptiles, it is to some other animals, and it is to your pineal gland. So potentially, this is screwing up our sleep without us even understanding that you don't need blue light in your face to reduce your melatonin. The invisible light coming from your router and coming from the ambient six quintillion times more RF radiation in the ambient air than we used to, that could be tricking your pineal gland into not doing what it's supposed to do. Getting us out of this diurnal cycle, day, night, activation, rest and recover. So if we're not getting there, we're missing the very basis of what humans need to be optimal. So when I talk about human potential, what I'm really talking about is understanding that there are threats and there are things that pose a danger to our health and to our pursuit of our own higher potential and expanded consciousness. And these things are not just, you know, um, black magicians sitting in their rooms performing magic on us. It's not woo-woo. Even though it's invisible, this is stuff that is being pumped out by all the technology, the proliferation of all of our devices. It's incredible. So, if you want to get serious about it, take a look at this article, get deep into this court case, look at the rest of the details of it, and if you want to get better with your health and understand pineal health, go over to the deeper dive, benjosephstewart.com, sign up to become a member, get access to all of the deeper dives. It's a treasure trove of insider information that I typically can't show on YouTube. Over there, I'm going to give some breathing exercises, some dietary exercises, and some other things that we can do to make sure that the pineal gland is in optimal health, how you can safeguard your sleeping, and really how you can get back to feeling like you are a part of nature. There are so many solutions out there. I would suggest that number one on top of everything I've said today, start a gratitude journal and start your day with gratitude. You can end it too, but when you start your day with gratitude, like last Newsweek, when I started all this thing about COVID mandates and, and vaccine mandates, I should say, potential terror threats on uh, vaccine sites, all this stuff that's making people get super, super nervous about it, the very first thing you can do is start your day with gratitude, and it colors all the rest of it in a different light. All of these challenges are teachers in disguise. They're not your enemy. They don't wish you harm. They 
in and of themselves are simply tools of whatever the divine is, whatever the universe is. They are tools for us to know ourselves better on the path. As we walk on our path of life, we come to know ourselves better by the challenges that reveal to us and to others what we're truly made of, what we will stand for. People are standing for things, and even the FCC is feeling the brute effects of that. So this is good. I hope you guys are excited about this. I want to thank you always for coming back to Waking Infinity News. Go over to benjosephstewart.com, sign up, become a member, get access to the deeper dives, get involved on the Discord chats, and I'll catch you guys next time on Waking Infinity News.